to a very special Halloween edition of Talk Hard presented by Walk Softly Films. Uh, we're going to go through a lot of our favorites and not-so-favorites of the uh, Halloween season. It's our first holiday special. Yeah, holiday special around Halloween, which, uh, Todd, is it your favorite holiday, would you say? I'm. You know what? I'm, I'm still going to say Christmas is my favorite. Oh, I'm, surprised. I'm surprised. Yeah, just go with it, Todd. Just come on. <laughs> Just go with it, man. Okay. Yes, okay. and. All right, Halloween's number one. Me and Satan hang out a little bit. There you go. That's what we wanted to hear. Todd and his pagan holidays. That's what everybody, that's that's what everybody right. believes anyway. <laughs> that's right. So we're going to run down some lists and just give like our, our favorites. Our, do some best worst. Yes. Our, our uh, top picks and our least favorite picks of all of these categories. And we got some fun ones lined up. So you guys ready to get into this? Who's excited? Oh, yeah. Man, I'm fired up. All right, let's uh let's start out with um what's your favorite movie that not necessarily doesn't have to be a horror movie, but your favorite movie that has Halloween in it. Uh Todd, you go first. Well, I hate to be boring. Pagan in the in the group. Yeah, let, let the <laughs> let the let the let the demonizer. Right. Um I hate to, I hate to be cliched, but I mean I'm not well, you know, obviously Halloween is one is probably I'm going to say it's probably my favorite horror movie of all time. So if I said if I said something different <laughs> than that, then I would probably be just, you know, cheating yourself. Movie. Exactly. So I'm going to go with Halloween, John Carpenter's original. Uh, obviously, anything with Rob Zombie in the same breath does not count. Um so yes, John Carpenter's 1978 classic, which is another. Let's face it, that's another milestone when you look at when you look back on the landscape of modern horror. You have to go to 1978 when that came out. Shooting Jamie Lee Curtis into Scream Queen stardom is that right? Absolutely. She at the time, I think she had been in. <clears throat> Uh, she was in a TV series called Operation Petticoat, uh, and that lasted, I think, one season. Uh, but she, yeah, she was Janet Lee's daughter, who uh, Janet Lee, everybody knows, is in uh, Psycho, and was the woman in the shower. Uh, so she has kind of this, you know, lineage, and she did, you know, uh, several horror movies after that. She was one of the first Scream Queens, but Halloween definitely. One of the scariest films um, ever made, I think. Uh, just a great use, great cinematography, uh, minimalist uh, lighting, um, great score. Uh, and just, I mean, one of those things that just happened at the right time. And it was just, you mm -hmm. know, you had the right crew, the right cast. And it just, it was, you know, it was perfect. Perfection. Yeah. And it holds up pretty well, too, don't you think? It really does. I mean, obviously, you've got Bell Bottoms and Blue Oyster Cult, yeah. but um, at the same time, it's it's a snapshot of that time. It's really neat. Uh, yeah. Uh, just uh, you know, and and you've got one of the greatest uh, horror villains of all time. Uh, 
you know, who knew it was Captain Kirk's mask that he had on. So. Michael Myers, everybody. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I I really uh, I love Halloween. I think it's um, it's it's definitely a top five, maybe even a top three horror movie for me too. Um, and and it just grabs you from that opening scene, uh, mm-hmm. where where uh, Michael does the deed um with the knife on his sister. Um, yeah, just uh, it just grabs you from the start. Um, and it, and it it's not right. Would you consider it a slasher movie? Because I don't think that I would. Um, well, I mean, people call it a slasher movie because it, you know, it just kind of came out in that, uh, came out in that time frame. It's got a lot of killer, you know, point of view shots, which is really, you know, yeah, staple of that. Uh, although, you know, they're going to call it a slasher movie, but you know, I would, it's a classic. Yeah. It may be a slasher movie, but the one, everything that came after that was just a ripoff of Halloween. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. What's next? Uh, are we doing so, so my my best Your favorite movie with Halloween in it. Okay, best Damn. movie with Halloween in it. Uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, released in 1982. Oh, I know. E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Nice, great uh, scene. It is, and it's. I mean, yeah. it logged in my memory banks more than any other scene from that movie is the is the trick or treat scene. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So when I think of Halloween movies, that's the first one that jumps into my head. So that's what I went with. Um, uh, the and you know a story just to give people uh, some qu- some quick background. Uh, you know a story about a dopey alien who gets left behind. Uh, what? By the way, what what did ET do to them? Do you think to, to the rest of those aliens? <laughs> I don't know. Unless like he he was kind of a messed up drunk. Maybe he just like stayed. <laughs> Sauced up all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, was, we got to get rid of this guy. Yeah, it was great. Was he a jerk, or was he just the doping like kid that nobody liked? And it's like, oh look, he wandered off. Let's go, 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 go. <laughs> you know, everybody in, everybody in. Let's go, because you can't expect me to believe that they just didn't do a head count on their right. on their field trip. You know, and, and like, yeah. oop, oops, like, and because at no point were they coming back. Like you know, he's yeah. he, he has to call them. Like they were, they weren't coming. It's like like what? So yeah, why they they must have hated. ET. Yeah, I think he was just a belligerent drunk, and I think that's <laughs> yeah. why they, we got that scene. Yeah, and some kid movie. some kid gets him hooked on Reese's pieces. Reese's? And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Puts lipstick on him and dresses him up like a woman. And but in it, so is there he, any way? And this might be getting into <laughs> a, another subject coming up later. But is there any way that that? that nasty Reese's Pieces candy is still around <laughs> if it's not for that movie. How dare you? It's how gross. Dare, how dare you? Yeah, let's not. Uh, oh, man. I don't I don't think. Yeah, I don't have Reese's Pieces. They were almost my choice. So. I, oh, I, no. Man, that's. But, yeah, they said, like, that it was crazy what E.T. did for Reese's Pieces. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's my pick for best. Best Halloween uh, best movie with Halloween in it. Worst video game I've ever played. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good documentary, by the way, about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, the twenty six hundred game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Don't worry, Alan. He can't eat them all. He can't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Big Al, what's yours? Uh, my favorite movie with Halloween in it is uh, Karate Kid. Um, that's oh first- yeah, man. Yeah, that's the first one that pops in my head when I that's, think of. That's even better. That's even yeah. better. Yeah. 
Yeah, that scene uh, where he he dresses up as uh, the shower. Yeah. Um, so Miyagi helps him come up with the costume uh, and to go to the dance. And the, yeah. Yeah. And the, the Cobra Kai's skeleton outfits are iconic, yes. man. Like yeah. you, you can't, un, you can't, creepy. can't unsee them. They're actually on sale right now on the internet, by the way, anybody can buy like a, like a replica, uh, costumes really? for, uh, fairly cheap. Yeah. Of the Cobra Kai skeleton outfit. Which goes to to prove the point of how like yeah. iconic that whole that whole scene mm-hmm. is uh, with them, and that's when that's that that whole scene is when you get to see that Mr. Miyagi don't play. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yeah, no, Miyagi, no, he doesn't. Miyagi goes straight <laughs> straight Dolph Lundgren on those suckers uh, <laughs> out there by the fence. So yeah, Karate Kid is my favorite movie with Halloween in it. Kindly uh, remove yourself, Mr. Moto. <laughs> Mr. Moto, what? Uh, what what is your all's worst movie with Halloween in it, or do you have one? Because I do. Todd first. Todd, yeah, we'll go in the same order for this one. Worst all right. with Halloween in it. Well, I'll be honest, and uh, this is this is just a, and you know it's you know how it's so hard now to pick out bad movies because if they're so bad there's a whole different level of interest and that's true. Like them, you know, but this one does not fall into that category uh, at all. And it is a movie called Halloween puppy. Mm. It can't be good. And Eric Roberts, (laughs) Eric Roberts is in it. Yes. (laughs) Um, And here's what happens. A kid says some kind of I don't know he it's he says some kind of curse and Eric Roberts I don't know if he's turned into a big bulldog or his spirit goes into the body of a bulldog and it is <laughs> the worst acted shot experienced thing i've ever i think i've ever seen it's just it's horrible and it's halloween puppy when did you see this um oh gosh i think i watched it with henry either last year or maybe the year before that and no kidding it's got eric roberts it's got susan olsen who played cindy brady and it's got the girl that was in meatballs uh one of the female camp counselors that was just everybody loved at the time and nobody it's it is it's just so horrible i feel so bad i feel so bad that eric roberts has gotten to that point where he yeah he's being halloween puppy yeah because at one time man he was best of the best he was he was fighting the koreans in the in the uh, karate games the international karate games runaway train um and now look at him honestly because I love to tell people to do this, just watch parts of it. Because I want you to, see, I would love to see the look on your face as you oh. sit there and watch. The movie poster looks fake. I'll just go ahead and say it looks like a movie poster that you might see in the background of Seinfeld or something when they're going to see sack lunch. Oh, <laughs> or death blow. Death blow. <laughs> oh, Scott, do you have a worst? How? Uh, uh, not, not, not really, but I'll throw two out. Um, I'll, I'll throw out Big Daddy 
And daddy. <laughs> and since From the dude that loves I don't the- I don't love Adam the Sandler. Ridiculous dick. <laughs> yeah. He's bringing That's the true. Sandler hate. He, he needs some. He's gotten way too much love from me on this podcast. So <laughs> Big Daddy gets chucked and I'll go once it's all bouncing out. I'll go once bitten also. Hey, so, Jim Carrey. Yeah. I'm not familiar with once bitten. Tell me a little bit. I, I know Big Daddy, and I think most people know uh, Big Daddy. And I'll agree it's pretty bad. I think that's when Sandler turned and started going in the toilet. Um <laughs> But uh, I don't know what's bitten. What's that one? Carrie stars as Mark Kendall, an innocent and naive high school student who is seduced in a Hollywood, California nightclub by a sultry blonde countess who unknown. Lauren Hutton. Yes. Who unknown to him is really a centuries old vampire. The film was Carrie's seventh film and his first main role directed by Howard Storm. Oh, man. And released Mm. in 1985. Yeah. 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Yeah. Once bitten. No. Did I tell you the tomato score for E.T., by the way? No. I can't. Let's guess it. Okay. Let me and Todd guess. Yep. Todd, I, here, I'm going to... I can't imagine... Are we doing critics? This is critic score? Yes, this is the main okay. score. I can't imagine too many people gave it a bad review. Um, I, I'm going to say 62. 62? <laughs> yeah. I, wow. For E.T.? All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm just, going, I'm just, I, that's not how I feel. I'm just saying, okay. wow. I'm going, and Spielberg right in the height of his powers. I'm going, um, I'm going mid 90s. I'll go 96. Okay. And this is pretty impressive because the, the tomato score is a constantly evolving score. If somebody writes a new essay about right. them or, you know, it's constantly changing. So old movies, it's, it's even more, even more impressive when they have a high score. The score is 98%. 98. That's incredible. Goodness sakes. Eat it, Sheen. <laughs> I don't, I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't believe that. the tomato website. It's just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't, I like, who's the, who's the doucher that gave it a bad review? <laughs> yeah. Like for for it to get a positive score on Rotten Tomatoes, it doesn't even have to be a a, a like a, a gushing. I love this review. It just has to be. It was pretty good. Yeah. Like who's the person that said I hated ET? Probably Rex Reed. Rex Reed probably brought it down. Yeah, Might have been Rex Reed. <laughs> what do you got a worst? I've got a worst. What is that? It? I I'm just gonna assume that the end was as bad as the beginning, but I only made it about halfway through it and had to turn it off. Don't ask me why I even turned it on. <laughs> Uh, we're going with Son of the Mask. Oh, I wrote that one down. I wrote that one down too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. When I saw where they were going with, uh, they they conceive a kid while he's wearing the mask, so the kid is gonna have the mask powers. I was done. <laughs> yeah. That was it for me. Yeah. Yeah. That um, makes a lot of sense. Six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, by the wow. way. So we're, we're oh, Eric, Eric Roberts wasn't in that, was he? He was not. No, okay. no, he wasn't. But uh, my goodness, the one that I did see on there that's on the list as involves Halloween was Showgirls, and I wanted to say that, but I have no idea what that scene would be. Like I, I don't even know if I've seen the whole movie, but oh, you've seen the movie, <laughs> not the, the whole say, movie. I got, <laughs> I got, yeah. fair enough. Fair I got enough. two. I got. Two words for you, pumpkin, pumpkin pasties. 
Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Todd's seen the movie. <laughs> like and recently, not, and I'm not. And I'm not talking Harry Potter treats. <laughs> What's next, man? We're on a roll. Uh, let's go. Let's let's uh, go into this from big screen to small screen. Um, oh. What is your favorite Halloween TV special? And this, uh, can we quantify this real quick? Yeah. Um, this not- can be either. Do you want to do either, or do you want to do two separate categories? I, do, of, I don't want to. Uh, uh, sorry, I don't want to jump on you, but I don't. You jumped I, on me. I don't think episodes of a regular show should count. If that's where okay, you're going. that's where I was going. I don't okay, feel like so those should count. This is just every year. This th- same thing came on, or not necessarily every year. Like if it, but they made it. Spe- it was a one-off, and it was specifically okay. made for Halloween, and maybe it stunk, but and so it only showed one or t- once or twice. Okay, I won't have a worst of then because mine was an episodical. Uh, well, you special. should. Yeah, uh, you should still say it. <laughs> okay, I, I'll, I'll do that. Okay. So, all right. Um, so this is just uh, Halloween standalone specials on TV. Okay. Uh, Scott, I think you're the most excited about this. Why don't you? Yeah. You want to go last, or do you want to go first? And if I remember right, there might be a throwdown over this. I don't know because I got a feeling oh. you. Uh, if I remember right, you don't have a love, but it's unquestionably. <laughs> Hands down. I mean, everybody listening knows right now that the greatest uh, no, Halloween no. special of all Please time. Don't. Please don't. Is it's the Please. Great Pumpkin, Charlie. No! <laughs> I yeah, knew it. No. I knew you hate the oh, Peanuts game. No. And it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I wasn't going to crap on it. <laughs> and say it was the worst, but no, I hate I hate Peanuts. I hate Peanuts with a passion. How can anybody hate Peanuts? Peanuts is not legitimately did you ever read a peanuts car- cartoon and laugh I, well, or think, that's clever that's funny I, d- I don't laugh at any only the far side is probably the only comic strip that i've laughed at but schultz in cartoon form could breathe a little bit and i did laugh at those cartoons like the good ones Ugh. Oh come on, man! Come There's on! No way you did. I totally did. Like to <laughs> this no way. to this day, I laugh at a couple things that Snoopy does. Um, when I can't remember the Red Baron. I I love the Red Baron, but he doesn't make oh. me laugh. Um, the I'll tell you the exact scene that I, makes me laugh is when uh, you know Snoopy has his scenes with Schroeder, and uh, <laughs> you know Schroeder will start playing something for him. It's just the two of them. And uh, yeah. he'll play something happy, and Snoopy will be like marching along, and he'll be digging it, and then and then Schroeder will start playing something sad, and then uh, Snoopy will get all weepy. And there's one I can't remember if it's Christmas or if it's uh, the Great Pumpkin, and he starts playing something sad, and all of a sudden <laughs> Snoopy just lets out a howl, like he couldn't control himself, you know, and and he he puts his hands over his mouth real quick, like you know, because he he wasn't like it, 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 the the howl just escaped. It's so good, and it makes me laugh every time. So screw That's you, the Halloween. screw you, Alan Martin. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe we should take like a, a six second uh, pause here to let our audience collect its uh, collective breath from laughing so hard uh, at those Snoopy such flashbacks. A jerk. You're such a jerk. <laughs> I, I defy anybody to watch that scene without hate and and concrete heart. Uh, that's completely. <laughs> solidified and not be no one dude got more mileage out of three jokes than charles schultz (laughs) three jokes that aren't funny by the way 
Oh, uh, he is he that he is creatively bankrupt. Charles Schultz is a hack. I'll just go ahead and say oh my it. gosh. Schultz is a hack. And so Peanuts much hate mail. So much hate mail coming to you. It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown aired originally October 27th, 1966, preempting an episode of My Three Sons and has aired every year since on CBS until 2000 and starting in 2001 from a- on ABC to present. Uh, and guess guess what that means? That means it's 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 been shown more times than Titanic. <laughs> Take that, Martin. <laughs> but uh, that's impressive. I mean, if for anything has been showing constantly since 1966, that's amazing. And and it shows that everybody on Earth minus one forty year old man loves it. I hate it. I hate everything. Peanuts. I hate it all. Uh, oh. I wonder if she's going to pull the football away this time. <laughs> Good grief. I'll see. Look, look hey, who, who is peanuts. Charlie Brown I now? I did. On peanuts euphemism. Yeah, I, I did it on purpose. I gave you all a, a – threw you all a bone. Uh, I, yeah, I hate it. I hate everything. I hate everything, Peanuts. I don't think it's funny, and I don't know why people like it. Holy so crap. I don't get it. Just... And, that, and that special is no different. I have no place in my heart or soul – for Charles Charles Schultz and the crappy peanut stuff. So many it's not funny. So many people unsubscribing right now. <laughs> so many people. I think I think a lot of people are like finally a voice. <laughs> no. For us. Nobody. We don't have to pretend to like this anymore because this dude the the revolution can start here. Okay. For, and I'll just go ahead and say it. For every single person listening that has never chimed in about this show and given us feedback, this is where you need to step in and vote. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll we'll put Let up a poll. Let your voice be heard. Yes. Or you just tell us. But yeah, yeah, you got you got to send out the message and and set Martin straight. <laughs> All right. All right. The, the um, Simon the, the Simon Cal comparisons are going to start. <laughs> Bring them on, man. That that it's trash. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Um, I'll go. We'll we'll just rotate who goes first, second, third. So I'll go next. Um. And I'll I'll bring up a cartoon that actually has some uh, wit and um, and some humor, and that's uh that's Garfield. <laughs> Garfield's Halloween adventure captured my imagination Such as a, a fresh-faced eight-year-old youth who was tired of the same old Linus sitting out in the stupid pumpkin patch waiting for the great pumpkin. This movie. This this special actually won an Emmy, so the people spoke <laughs> for an animated TV special that year. Um, do you all remember the Garfield Halloween special? I was never more jacked up the first time it aired for anything as I was yeah. about that one. Because yeah, that was going to be ours, and it was the yeah. I can remember the very first time it came on, and I, I like I was just going crazy about had to see it. <laughs> Did you like it, or do you remember much about it? Did I, it leave a, I don't re- a lasting impression like it did for me. No, I don't remember a ton about it. I, I, I definitely liked it, and because it was the first time, not only that, it was the first time you'd seen uh, Garfield in cartoon form. Period. Yeah, if I remember right. So yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he and so he tricks Odie into going out to Halloween uh, to to Halloween. Good grief. <laughs> Uh, he goes tricks Odie into going out to trick or treat with him and uh, tells him that this is the holiday where dogs go out and help cats get candy. 
um, and they have to. They're, so they go out and get candy. They go to this. Uh, they find a boat, and they uh, Garfield wants to go across this lake to to get more candy, and he he tricks Odie into going with him and rowing. But he said he tells Odie to put the the oars in the water. And Odie, instead of putting the oars in the water and rowing, he just puts the oars in the water and lets him go. Oh. So now you got Garfield and Odie drifting down this river to God knows where. They end up at this this house with this old man in it who tells him he's waiting for uh, his pirate crew to come back. Um, they have a hundred year. See, I remember it pretty vividly. <laughs> like there's a uh, they had they made a pact with each other. They were going to bury this treasure here, and in a hundred years they were going to come back get it no matter what. And then the old man, while Odie and Garfield aren't looking, takes their boat and leaves and leaves them there to, to face the wrath of these pirate ghosts that are coming back to get their treasure. Man, it is a delight. And you all should go, <laughs> go check it out. And... I'll tell you what, they're, they're, just, they're handing Emmys out left and right for those pirate riders, aren't they? <laughs> it must have been. <laughs> in, I didn't see that one. In 2015, Johnny Brayson of Bustle wrote, I may be in the minority, but I consider Garfield's Halloween adventure to be on equal footing with Charlie Brown, citing Man. its humor and horror. Man, I don't know. That seems like a backhanded compliment to me. How many how many times has that that thing been aired? Like three? Um uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe three. I don't know. Still, <laughs> I think uh I think it's just too smart for people. <laughs> That's probably it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Todd, you got one? Yeah. And I mean, gosh, there's so many. There are several to choose from. Um, I mean, I could have I could have gone safe, you know, and said, uh, you know, Halloween is Grinch's night or um, uh, that other one that I saw, but I can't remember the name of now. <laughs> Um, but you know, the, the Paul end Halloween mm. special was awfully good. Um, <clears throat> cause it was, you know, we're, you're still in that time frame where they were kind of doing variety shows still. And of course, you know, Paul end, you know, and he was doing his comedy thing, but then kiss is on there in concert. What the uh, and then you've got skits. So it's just it's just this crazy, crazy little episode. Uh, I, I mean, I guess it was about an hour, maybe a little over an hour. Awesome! You should definitely look it up. It, yeah, everybody should. I haven't seen it, but it has to be like some of the most amazing television ever. Just knowing <laughs> oh, Paul. Oh my in. god! Yeah, shot, I'd love to watch on, it. Shot on probably three quarter or one inch because it's just it's horrible. Oh man! When man. we do the write up on this, we have to put mm, yeah. We have to put the uh, uh, the DVD cover up on the because it's oh, amazing. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a great, great. It is a great. It's a great Photoshop work there. Goodness sake! Starring Bruce Valanche and uh, Ron Perlman because you always put oh. those two together. Perlman, yeah, Holy yeah, crap. Valanche with his flowers, yeah, yeah. Um, so what year? You know what, what, what year was one that? One that comes. One that nineteen seventy six. Seventy six. What yeah. was Ron Perlman doing in seventy six? Um, writing and starring in some Paul End Halloween specials. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he was a writer on it too. So who else was in that? Um, Alan besides um, Paul End, Tim Conway, uh, Pinky Tuscadero, 
Mm-hmm. Um, Betty White, Florence Henderson, the Osmonds, Donnie and Marie, all the stars. All the stars. Yeah. They Gosh, can't resist it. If, if, if Paul Lynn calls you. Yeah, that's right. That's a phone call you want to take. Yeah, and there's no there's no way to tell the man no. That's right. Man. I, well done, Todd. Way to pull that one out of obscurity. Bam. A, a close second for me was probably going to be Mad Monster Party, which was stop motion by Rankin and Bass, who did, you know, like Rudolph and Santa Claus is Coming to Town. And this was all, and I mean, you had Boris Karloff voicing one of the characters and it was just this crazy you know i don't know probably hour-long episode of something going on in in transylvania or something i don't remember but it was awesome that just for the you know for the for the animation alone if you love old stop motion never heard of that either all right do we want to move on to our world do you all have a worst tv special i'll uh, I'll get you with the worst this one's tough because i mean it if you're a bad Halloween special, then you go away and you're never seen again. So, um, as as Garfield can attest. Now, Garfield's still out there, buddy. Don't you worry <laughs> about Garfield. He'll be just fine. <laughs> so, I'm going to say, because I've never seen either of these, it's just so I've got to go on title alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go Flintstones meet Rockula and Frankenstone. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> just for the title. <laughs> Rockula and Frankenstone, 1979. And uh, if that one didn't do it, I'll go uh, Davy and Goliath, their oh. Halloween special, a Halloween whodunit. Because you know the. Hey, I know whodunit. Davy, that's the whole story. <laughs> hey, what? I love Davy and Goliath. 1967. I used to watch every Sunday morning. Christian, right? Christian. Is it or was it just? It was just. Uh, I, I believe it was. Um, oh gosh, it was a. I can't remember which church funded it. Um, I don't know if it was the. Um, oh. So anyway, that's why this is yeah. delicious, delicious pot. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that was my thinking: was that any any Christian funded Halloween special has to be yeah. top notch. <laughs> Right, yeah. I'm surprised there's not one called Trunk or Treat. Because <laughs> that's, that's an all-time favorite for Christians. All right, my um, I just sound like I made fun of Christians there. I, I didn't mean to do that. No, uh, no, we're not. Absolutely. We are, we are amongst their number. But that's right. We can poke fun. That's right. Um, all right. Way to go, fun pokers. My <laughs> my worst TV special, uh, if you'll, if you'll um, allow me to actually do a a uh, episodical sitcom every year they did one every year i hated it <laughs> uh, i'm talking about um home improvement mm. did, did tim allen ever do anything that made you laugh <laughs> but man they went all out for the halloween episodes and i hated everything they i hate hated that show even as a kid i was like this isn't this isn't clever or funny and they yeah. always went over the top for for the Halloween stuff, and I mm. always thought it was terrible. It's so hokey. Their humor, I hated. I hated Home Improvement. Like, yep, real bad. I, and yeah, it was just not funny. I did not like that show at all. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm with you on that. And it, you're yeah. right. The Halloween shows, the episodes were ten times worse than normal. Yeah. Yeah, because it was almost like we're this super cheesy, campy uh, sitcom that's about. 
10 years past its time when it started. And, uh, and we're going to also try to be a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that, that always yeah, that'll works. Work. That'll work. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Home improvement. Todd, do you have a worst? Um, golly, that's, that's tough. Cause uh, you know, you know, you know about me and, and worst, right? How, yeah. how I like, how I like worse. Do you, you, do, you like a lot of stuff? So, do you remember, Todd? This would have been in your wheelhouse. Do you remember the Flintstones meet Rockula and Frankenstone? Actually, I don't. Okay, I didn't see that one. And I bummer. And I, I think which I am might, a better. Which might attest to how bad it is. Yeah, I, I think I am better because of it. But um, yeah, I think so too. I don't know. I mean, uh, all right. What's next? That's fine. We can move on. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's move right on into movie monsters, movie monsters, uh, movie monsters. I think it's my turn to go first. All right. Um, and I, and I, I'm afraid I really am uh, seriously afraid that I'm going to steal Todd's on this one, but Hey, that's the advantage of going first. (laughs) Oh, my favorite movie monster of all time is the the plug, the thing. (laughs) Nope. It's the thing. I said it. Now you have to come up with another one. Um, Yeah, uh, that's that's probably my favorite um, movie of his, anyway. Um, so, so yeah, I'm going. I loved, I loved the thing. I loved um, the concept behind it. I loved the the way that it was uh, put together. It wasn't CGI'd at all um, in the movie, uh, which I I don't know if we talked about it on this podcast or Scott, you talked about it on your other one. But that I thought for the time that that thing was made, it was um, man, it was a for its time was a master class in in how to do a uh, a, a monster in a horror movie. Um so yeah, I'm taking the thing off the table. That's my favorite movie monster of all time. Whoa. Whoa. Todd, go Take for it. Sheet. You're next. What do you got now that now that the thing is gone? Yeah. So what's your backup? Well, you know, would first of all, you. would that have been your number one? Yeah. Am I correct in saying that? Well, uh, I actually wasn't thinking about the thing. Okay, cool. Good. Then I didn't take so, it. So just forget about everything. So you can else. have that. I'm going to let you have that. Um, but so so when you so when you say movie monster, you're talking about not a human monster, right? You're talking about just like a creature. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're talking about yeah, creatures and so. monsters, yep. Okay. Well, I I'm, honestly, one of my favorites and it um, is a uh, pumpkin head. Okay. Um, OP head, they call it. Yeah. (laughs) That movie was, uh, kind of, um, kind of, I don't know. I don't think it got as much, um, accolades as it should have, as it should have. It was kind of, it was weak in a way. It was kind of a revenge tale, but it had Lance Henriksen and let's face it, Lance Henriksen, you know? Uh, Stan Winston, one of the, one of the, I believe two movies that he directed actually, um, he was the actual director there, uh, has a really great look to it, but the, the, the creature was just fantastic, Mm -hmm. uh, wonderful, um, practical effects creature. Uh, this came out in the late eighties, I think, uh, early nineties. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with Pumpkinhead. I think I saw that movie. Uh, when it came out or shortly after and saw it that once and don't remember a thing about it. Yeah. What, what was it? What was Pumpkinhead? What, 
Well, Pumpkinhead was actually uh, what happened. Pumpkinhead. In, in the movie, um, Lance Henriksen, uh, his son is uh, killed by some punks um, that are ro- driving their motorcycles around. They accidentally hit him with one of their motorcycles, and it kills him. Uh, and he's distraught. He he takes him into a he takes him into the back of a, a bayou uh, to this witch, and she says, I can't do anything for your boy. And he said, well, I want, I want revenge on the people that did this. And she said, you know, that, that, that comes with a terrible call or that, that comes with a terrible price. And he's like, I want to do it. And so she basically does this little, you know, incantation and takes some of his blood and then creates this vengeance demon that, is grown out of a pumpkin patch and it turns into this big creature and it's basically uh, i know i know that old cliche yeah but it all the all his all that hatred and vengeance in his self is then put into this this creature that goes and hunts for the people the the kids that were responsible for his son's death was his name uh, taylor poe is it my turn it's your turn. Favorite movie monster. All right. I'm going with the classic, boys. The Great Pumpkin. <laughs> I stole your thunder. No. I do like him, though. and Because <laughs> it's Snoopy. Snoopy's in the thing. And, and, then, he's, right. and then they're all pissed off. That's, that's another hilarious. good. That's more good stuff. See? Yeah, it's hilarious. Come on, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> so my favorite monster, the best monster, uh, the Gill Man. Or the creature, oh, creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes, the creature from the back. 1954 is yeah, the creature from the Black one. Lagoon, and it's two sequels: Revenge of the Creature in 1955 and The Creature Walks Among Us in 1956. Um, I uh, I so I remember I, like well, you all know I haven't seen a ton of horror movies, but in 1982 they played Revenge of the Creature in, on television in 3D, and I can remember it being a big deal and like them selling uh, 3D glasses in different places, or mm-hmm. or you had to go get them. You all remember that too? Yeah, I do. Yep. I do remember that. I do. Okay. Those big goofy red and yes, the red, red and, and blue, blue ones. ones. Yeah. Yep. And the whole family, like it was a big deal, and like yeah. on some, yeah. some summer night, and the whole family gathered around it, and and you know watching with those dumb glasses on probably like a twenty-seven inch screen, like that was gonna work. Right. Yep. And, <laughs> yep. I watched that movie at the same at the spot um, right down the road where we where we saw Bizarnable. I watched it on the or where we shot the the last scene of Bizarnable. I, I watched that on the Stafford Farm with my blue and red glasses. On. <laughs> okay. So, there right. you go. And I was freaked out by not by the 3D effect, but by the the creature. And uh, but I dig him. I dig his style. Yeah, I dig his style. That's a good one. Uh, did, hey, did you did you know Todd? Did you know thirty five percent of Gilman's blood is composed of white corpuscles lacking a nucleus? It's, I was thinking it was closer to forty five. That's what you'd think, right? But. Just thirty five. That's what they want you to think. The, yeah. The, see, all we, bets are off with the Gill Man. I, I, That's right. I did do research this episode, so I just wanted to. Man. Oh, and the suit cost fifteen thousand dollars. Wow. Um, and apparently Millicent Patrick, a female former Disney illustrator, designed the final version of the suit, but Jack Hole Bud Westmore 
took credit for it, sole credit for 50 years. Old Jack Bud, Taylor Poe. Old Bud Westmore. <laughs> so wait. Oh man. Those Westmores were always stealing other people's always stuff. up to something. <laughs> hey, I All right. there's a there's a theme park down or I don't I don't know if it's still open or not, but down in Florida it used to be called Silver Springs. And it was kind of like a poor man's Disney World, mm. very poor man's Disney World. There wasn't a lot going on there, but there were. Uh, they actually, at one time, it was owned by ABC Television, and they actually, you, you, you had these glass bottom boats. You went over across this river, uh, or not a river, but a lake, and uh, down underneath is uh, is where they shot some of the scenes from Creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, you could actually look down through the glass bottom boats, and you know the the water very clear and you could actually see some of the underwater um sets that were down there mm. where they used for that very yeah cool. and the same guy like it was a different on land it's interesting by the way on land the monster was a different person in the suit every time in each mm-hmm. each of the three movies and but the underwater scenes was the same guy every time so that's kind of interesting and yeah there was shot in uh the first one definitely all, the whole thing was shot in florida so, uh, yeah, the creature, the creature from the Black Lagoon. By, like by that, by that third movie too, it looked like the it looked like Tojo Yamamoto. <laughs> <laughs> I love anytime you can fit Tojo Yamamoto Heck in. Yeah. I'm all for it. Shout out to Tojo. <laughs> yeah, the third movie, right? Yeah, because he looked different, and there was something happened, and they discovered that uh, if he was injured, that he had that he had lungs. His gills were injured, but he had lungs, so he was he was and, good to go on land. Well, and I think his uh, I think his Nutrisystem subscription had lapsed. Yeah, and there's some good there's some good YouTube videos out there too, like like just supercuts of like the 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 gill man going going ham on people. <laughs> I saw <laughs> I just happened to see one today where it was like this supercut of him just you know just the classic monster swipe at things where it's just the big stiff arm, you know, swipe where people's elbows don't move for some reason. And, uh, yeah. And, and, and like every, every clip, like there's, they put subtitles on it and it's like F this and F that guy. And F (laughs) 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 so who, who's next? Who's next? Uh, We're we're on to worst movie monsters. Yes. Let's do it. I'm up. Mine was an easy pick. All right, all right. So, uh, yeah, th- this isn't even close, and it came to my mind as soon as we talked about doing this. Manila, son of Godzilla, is the worst <laughs> movie monster of all time. Manila, son of Godzilla. Manila, it, 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 it was. I guess it was supposed to be fun and quirky. It, 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 he looks like, he doesn't look like, Godzilla had a kid. He looks like Godzilla crapped out a turtle without a shell. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, I just looked it up. And, uh, yeah. yeah. We'll oh have, my gosh, so bad. I remember him. We'll have to put that. We'll have to put him up on the uh, on the website. With he the, looks like a Godzilla poop turtle. It's awful. He looks awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and the I remember being excited about that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Godzilla's got a son. We can. Oh my gosh, never more disappointed when I saw that rubber suit. <laughs> yeah. He first appeared in Toho's 1967 film, yep, Son of Godzilla. Bluff. I thought that was Godzuki. Well, yeah. sorry, Todd. 
you know, I hate I to disappoint you. I thought Godzuki was his son. <laughs> you need to take your Godzuki. Go that see. can be your movie monster, but mine is mine is Manila. Well, that that's not good. <laughs> that just makes sense. God. What, God. what am I thinking then? Yeah, what, what am I thinking? Todd, I just look, I just looked up Godzuki, <laughs> and a, a picture of Manila comes up. So maybe they're mm, interchangeable. Interesting. So maybe maybe somebody else didn't do their research is what you're saying well manila comes up as the son of like it's that's the wikipedia page that's how says I remember manila it yeah is is manila but you can remember it the way you want to and i'll remember it the way i want to and we can all hate on godzuki manila in our own way yeah God's... Ooh, here come here comes an envelope i mean that what where, where do you get that i mean <laughs> God... <laughs> godzuki's definitely a better name for him as far as especially yeah. for american audiences Godzilla and yeah. Godzuki, because why would you think Manila unless you rhymed it together? Manila, yeah, Godzilla, yeah. Godzilla, Manila. That's so. That's so lame. Uh, all right, Todd. Do you have a Do you have a worst movie monster? Well, probably. Um, you can tell he comes up with these beforehand, can't you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> all the prep that Sheen does. <laughs> I'll go while he thinks about it. Go ahead, you go. I've I've, I've got it. I just I'm, I'm just trying to decide. Between okay, them. all right, trying to decide. I'm kind of stuck there too, Todd. Um, but I'll just I'll just pick one. Um, it's so tough because I hate them both so much. Um, <laughs> Do you want just stay just stay on your uh, on your streak of naming two for all the words? <laughs> Okay, by cheating on every time. <laughs> I hope I don't take one of Todd's then. Uh, but <coughs> number one, I'll I'll go ahead and say I'll I'll choose okay. him. I'll I'll say Chucky is number one. That's nice. That's a good one. I hate That's some Chucky. And uh, number two, I will say the Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Leprechaun. Yeah. Um, uh. Are you are you serious? <laughs> the best that ever the best thing that ever happened with uh, the leprechaun was Mike Myers making fun of with on Wayne's World making fun <laughs> yeah. of the leprechaun. We, we, yeah, yeah. we went to see that in the theater, uh, and man, I hope yeah. I hope Ricky listens to these <laughs> at some point. But yeah, I can remember us going with Rick Sebastian, and man, he was so jazzed up <laughs> for leprechaun, legit excited about the <laughs> leprechaun. Yeah, he got so mad at us because we couldn't stop laughing at all all the the kill scenes <laughs> yeah i think the part that got me and you to where we just couldn't contain ourselves anymore is when the leprechaun killed that woman by <laughs> uh, bouncing on her with a pogo stick yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah we both kind of lost it there and i think that pissed ricky <laughs> off pretty good oh, that was good stuff that was good stuff sorry rick i think the main thing yeah uh, the the first time i ever saw jennifer aniston uh in anything that was my introduction to jennifer aniston oh i forgot she was in there that's crazy yeah wow all right, Todd, you got one yet? Well, I haven't. <coughs> yeah, I do. <clears throat> and I was debating whether or not to say this one, because <clears throat> I haven't seen the film. <clears throat> but I think I'm safe to say <laughs> that uh, Gnome Alone is probably right up there, though, with you. There's, I have seen it, and it is horrid. There's no doubt that it yeah. is horrid. I don't even know what y'all are talking about. Yeah, you uh, it you need to see it. It's uh, 
it includes an actor that we we saw uh, an actor that was shared with um uh, doom's chapel and uh it is no malone is not good <laughs> it's it's kind of good it's kind of good it's kind of glorious in its own way but uh yeah it's it's good it's a good for a watch there's no doubt it's high the entertainment factor is high yeah but uh, Ver, was... Ver, Vern Troyer plays the gnome that is alone, yeah. by the way. Yeah, many me. Home alone. <laughs> mine <laughs> All right. mine was either, I was torn between, well, that one, just because of all the, the bad things you said about it. <laughs> and the other thing, the uh, my other one was going to be Pumpkinhead from... <laughs> The third Pumpkinhead movie. <laughs> so go pu- Pumpkinhead on both of them. That on both ends. Yeah. Wow. Man. What a fall from grace. Obviously, you know, the bu- the budget just sunk and the story yes. was horrible. I mean, how do you really, how do you re- mess up a, you know, uh, a practical effect? Well, you, you do a little bit of practical effect and then you augment it mm-hmm. and super supplement it with CG that just stinks. <laughs> Man, I just looked up No Malone on IMDb. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Goodness sakes, that's awful. Uh, okay, trust me, there there are plenty. There, I, I mean, there was a million six, but you know. All right, uh, let's move on to um, let's move on to costumes. Okay, for mm. the pers- uh, personal costumes that personal we've costumes. worn. Yes, as a, I would say as a kid, because I don't mm, want right. I don't want Todd talking about his sexy Ted Cruz costume <laughs> he wore last year. So, uh, still got it if you need to borrow it. <laughs> I, actually, I was going to ask you about that. Um, so, favorite costume as a kid, and um, Todd, I think you are up first. Well, I had uh, I, I, I think the one I'm going to go with is is more on a nostalgia level, um, but I remember buying it at Super X, which is where in Danville where um, CVS is now. Wow. But a long time ago, it used to be called Super X. Don't and, remember Super X at all. Yeah. Well, this would have been I, I don't know. It's been CVS for a while. It was probably something before CVS. Are you sure that wasn't Super the back X. room? Are you sure that wasn't the back room at Video Villa? Uh, well, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't choke on the smell I think it was of called- alcohol. <laughs> right, um, right through the French doors, boys. Yeah, yep. yeah, the saloon hey, doors. Make sure you, make sure you, make sure you go, uh, make sure you pick up a driver and give it a good whack there. Um, now the, um. Todd's the- taking a mini golf. We're going another way with Super X. <laughs> I know you are. I know you are. He's trying to keep it, trying to keep it classy. Yeah. Keep, keep it right. clean on yeah, talk card. <laughs> well, so it's the so Super, Super X, X. Co- co- uh, costume. What was it? Super X. It was uh, a. Used to be you would you'd get your costume. It was in a it was in a box with a like a cellophane a cellophane front, wow. um, and you inside of it was the the <laughs> costume that went over your body, and then a mask. You know, just a, a front mask with a rubber band on it ben, I, and I had a Frankenstein and the, the brand is Ben uh, Cooper, Ben Cooper, bang, uh, infamous brand of mm-hmm. uh, cheap costumes. That's and all I mean, there was even, even into when, uh, me and Alan were kids. Yep. Yeah. Ben Cooper yeah. was it. Yeah. 
So it was a Frankenstein. I remember wearing it. I remember sweating profusely (laughs) uh, under it. Uh, But I remember keeping it on. Mm -hmm. I couldn't take it off because it was a mask. So you can't take it off even if you're sweating. And I remember sticking my lip through the hole (laughs) where the mouth is all night. (laughs) Kind of doing a Donald Trump thing. And uh, it was uh, that I just remember that. And, you know, I mean, it was it was in pieces. You know, I know by the end of the night, the mouth slip, the mouth holes were so small. Yeah. So small. And, you know, you at that age, like. To us, we looked dead on. Like, I mean, oh yeah, heck yeah. Somebody saw us, and they, they, yeah. they, yeah, they thought Frankenstein was in the house. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, who could afford a rubber mask back then? You know, yeah, and a, and a real costume. Yeah, yeah, those plastic masks they weren't, were yeah, they weren't readily available. You know, they weren't readily available unless you bought them out of the back of a comic book. Yeah, yep. no, yeah, yeah. Sonfeld does a good bit about his Superman. Uh, yeah. Cooper costume. If anybody wants to look that up, but uh, yeah, good stuff. Frankenstein for Tachin Scott. Right. I'll go with uh, a handmade um, by my grandmother, I believe. Uh, uh, Kentucky Wildcat costume. A, it was a it was a cat. Uh, I think it was basically a cat costume with, except it was blue, made out of blue fabric. And uh, they took me to some type of Halloween event at uh, the Civic Center in Lexington that the basketball team must have thrown, that Joe B and the boys must have put on. Oh, nice. And, beca- and, uh, and, cor- and, my- and Dad made a sign, like a sandwich board sign, on and, and put that on me, too. And it, and you know and it had like so it was it was completely decked out and it, and they came up with some kind of message on it about like you know feather the the cards or something you know some, something some kind of crack on the cardinals uh, on the sign and uh, all I remember is uh, Winston Bennett gave me some type of prize and said I was oh, the man. I won the costume contest or something I, <laughs> so I was pretty jacked up about that uh, fond Heck memories yes. of that one. Yeah, it's t- that's that's going to be tough to beat, man. You get accolades from Bennett. <laughs> I think I was, I think I was probably like four years old. Uh, I'm guessing something like that, four or five, five at the absolute oldest, maybe four. Yeah. And um, I can remember also at that uh, carnival or whatever it was. Uh, also got my palm read uh, by oh. some gypsy lady. Um, <laughs> So that's what I remember. That's the, those are the Do you two. Happen th- to remember what that what that entailed at five years old? What what she held for your future? No, I, I don't. I, I remember her talking about this line is like you know your whether you'll have money or not, and this is how long you'll live. Uh, I'm thinking she said I would live a long time, but that's that's the only thing I remember because I remember think, being relieved and like, oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Man, what a jerk move if it was. If right. like she got a five year old kid up there and she's like, Oh, it doesn't look good, buddy. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, especially enjoy this one, <laughs> yeah, especially at that time. That would have ruined me forever. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I've got I've got a couple written down. I'll go with um, uh, an, uh, also a homemade costume. It was the only homemade costume we ever did. Because usually we went with the with the plastic mm-hmm. face mask too, but um, I remember 
uh, mom and I working on a pirate costume and just taking some old jeans and ragging them up and make, <laughs> we made an eye patch and mm-hmm. did the bandana and all that stuff. And that was also the year that our church, um, and Todd Sheen was a part of this. Our church held the, uh, a fundraiser for the youth group called the scare mare, which was a, a oh. church sponsored haunted mm-hmm. house that I good, attempted to get through and didn't make it through. <laughs> I didn't make it all the way, huh? <laughs> no. Good year, man. Yeah. So, uh, but I remember wearing the pirate costume to the, and I was going to be brave, just like uh, old Blackbeard, and I didn't make it. I didn't make it very far in there. Um, <laughs> but uh, just to throw it in there, my favorite, my favorite plastic mask costume was uh, I got to be Beast Man from He Man oh, one year. Beast Man, and I love that costume too. So yeah. I'll throw that one in there. Was Beast Man was a bad guy, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. My favorite bad guy <laughs> from He Man. <laughs> yeah, big orange fur. He looked <clears throat> looked like a evil Chewbacca. Kinda, yeah, yeah. But but with orange. He was red, like red and blue, I think. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So uh let's move on to our the the costume you hated the most as a kid. Mm-hmm. Which one did your mom force you to wear <laughs> and say this is the best it's going to get for this year buddy todd you got one honestly i can't remember <clears throat> i can't remember a, a costume i, I hated because i mean i was i was pretty much given free free reign on anything Man. i wanted uh i know that's sad and Look I, mean, at this guy. I remember yeah i mean i remember frankenstein i was batman one year i was superman one year um I mean, I just can't remember a year like where I was like a poodle or something like that. I just couldn't stand it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to have to say, you know, my parents were awesome. <laughs> just a privileged life. That Todd <laughs> yeah. led. I know it. Yeah. <clears throat> I think, uh, so let's see. I think mine, the worst, uh, was, of my own doing, I think, because I can't really remember any that I got forced into, but I can remember, I think it was like maybe if it wasn't the last year that I did trick or treat, it was probably the next to last. And, and it was like the day of some kind of last minute half a job that I did. (laughs) And it, it was a, mine was a pirate and it was like, Oh wow. Yeah. Like I ran to the, to whatever store downtown would have had some, some uh costume stuff at the time and they're on main street and got a uh got a hook got a patch and i mean i don't i don't even remember what i did for the, like the rest of it but it was kind of like yeah i'm a pirate because i got these two things uh but and i'm thinking it was it was like hook you know plastic hook that you hold on to uh with with a t-shirt on so you know you're clearly holding the hook you're wearing your browning nagel new york (laughs) jets jersey around with your hook and patch yeah and uh wearing the patch and and you know no depth perception whatsoever and constantly running into trees because you know it was a a streamland a streamland night of uh oh yeah hardcore trick-or-treating as many houses yeah you had to hustle oh you had to hustle because yeah you could go all night and and not get them all so it was it was get as many as you can absolutely so. Okay, I just I just remembered one I didn't like. All right, sweet. And it was um, 
I was a little, I was older. I think it wasn't, it wasn't kid time. I was probably at college or something, but I was bam, bam. And I just really, <laughs> it wasn't by choice. It was, it was it by choice. It wasn't by choice. <laughs> okay. Either you were, you were tied down and they put the, they put the leopard skin <laughs> cloak on you or Moomoo on you, or it was a girl. Which yeah, one yeah, was? yeah. That's well, exactly what it was, right? I, I'm surprised that you mentioned the first option first, <laughs> but you know, uh, no, I don't think I was tied down. Um, okay, but uh, but yeah, somebody went his pebbles, and then there you go. You can be bam bam. Yep. Now it all clicks into place. Yeah, I saw that coming. Whatever. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rat my wife out the, right now, but um, we're going to a Halloween party this weekend, and she and she you're, said you're bam bam. She suggested. <laughs> hey, let's do Pebbles and Bam Bam. And oh, I was man. Like, no. That would have been perfect. No, it sure, sure would have. <laughs> not happening. Feel my pain. Feel yeah, my I, pain. I would have, but I... I um, I, no, feel, I, I had enough fortitude to say nope. I feel like Bam Bam days have passed us by. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so let me guess, is it going to be uh, <laughs> Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel? Nope. Uh no, I'm not. Maybe maybe I'll tell you all by the end of the show what we're going <laughs> at. Right now, I'm not going to. You all wouldn't get it anyways. So, uh, my worst costume ever was a generic Ben Cooper clown. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. It looks terrible. <laughs> we might have to put a picture of that on the it is like if you think in your mind just generic clown, it won't be as bad as what this costume is. Okay, so for the Beyond the Show uh, post, well, that's another thing we got to try to find is uh, your picture of that, and I'll try to find mine of the like wildcat thing. Okay, all right, yeah, but the Ben Cooper clown is as bad of a costume as you can ever have, and I can remember it was like I, mom just completely phoned it in on that one. It was like. <laughs> Went to the store, picked up some costumes, deal with it, and <laughs> opened up my Ben Cooper clown. <laughs> yeah, because Ben Cooper was one thing when you had a licensed property because you're like yeah. you're fired up about being Spider Man or whatever, no matter how awful it was. Um, but yeah, the, just the generic ones were generic. Yeah, definitely. They were probably they were probably so generic they couldn't even use the term clown. It was probably something like. Fun merchant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Y'all ready to move on? Yep. <clears throat> okay. I think we've got two more subjects we're going to cover. So uh, let's, we got one more film related. We'll save it for last. So let's go into candy real mm. quick. And this one, there, there could be some contention on this one too, maybe. <laughs> um, do y'all want to do, I should ask you this before. Y'all want to do, Chocolate based and hard candy, or just overall favorites? I can come up with overalls, but I, I, I did it as just all together. So, whatever you all want to do. Um, who, who goes first? Uh, Scott, you go first. You get to choose. Okay. Well, I'm just going straight up then. I'm going uh, all together candies. Okay. Uh, there we go. Let me, let me find, find my notes here. Candy. Right, so, we're going best candy first. Favorite candy, yeah. I did have the Reese's with the Reese's pieces with a question mark beside it. And then you came to your senses. <laughs> and what did you actually pick? I went Kit Kat. 
Oh, that's not bad. I went Kit Kat. It's a, it's a it's a classic. Uh, the uh, the the Round Tree uh, Candy Company uh, in Britain bought the name Kit Kat in 1911. They trademarked it in 1911 and didn't use it until the 20s, uh, and and cycled some different uh, products with that name. But the for a few years, but the four finger uh, bar was invented after a worker at Roundtree's York factory put a suggestion in the recommendation box for a snack that quote unquote a man could take to work in his pack. <laughs> and the bo- <laughs> and then <laughs> so and then the bar launched on my birthday in nineteen oh. nineteen thirty five. As uh, I was not born in 1935, but it was on uh, August 29th, 1935, as the Chocolate Crisp, and then they renamed it Kit Kat in 1937, and it didn't come to the U.S. until the 70s, and then uh, Nestle didn't buy bought Roundtree, the company, and they didn't do that until 1988. So that's when it became Nestle's Kit Kat. Look at wow. this! Look at all that! You're not going to get you're not going <laughs> to get that in depth candy talk that's right on any podcast folks that's right no when hey so what 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 was the genesis of the big cat uh they they wanted a bigger kit kat Uh, uh. (laughs) they were like some people some people are asking us like uh this isn't enough kit kat they they want the same dude in the suggestion box yeah he's like 120 years old and and you know he's like we need one giant Kit Kat bar, not not the four anymore. It's not I doing it for people. Snack, I want a snack that's too big for a man's pack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And by the way, by the way, uh, the you know, so Kit Kat apparently comes from from England. Uh, the European versions of Kit Kats kind of suck. Um, so oh, really? They're completely the different. Difference? They're completely different. Uh, most of the chocolate products over there are uh, not as sweet as ours, so they taste completely different. And maybe I don't know if the cocoa ratio is different too, but uh, yeah, ours are definitely sweeter and more milk chocolatey than than the stuff over there. And hmm. uh, yeah, and I was totally crushed um, by, uh, crispy M&Ms over there when they stopped making crispy M&Ms and I found a giant bag of crispy M&Ms in Europe. And I was like, went, lost my mind. And I bought three one pound bags <laughs> of crispy M&Ms cause we don't have them in the United States anymore, or at least the time we didn't. And then I cracked it open after I got home and it tasted like garbage. And I was like, yeah, this isn't it anyway. <laughs> yeah. And you, uh, I would not have had a problem with, um, crispy m&ms being on on as a top spot either because those things you introduced me to those a few weeks ago and they are delicious they, they are that to me i think they're the per, the perfect candy but i don't re- recognize them as like a classic halloween candy i was kind of gotcha. trying to tap into that yes i got you okay i'm up um i do not have a uh, an, an oral history of my candy <laughs> um i'm sorry but uh, you from i'm not a huge chocolate fan. Mm-hmm. Um, surprising to uh, Todd Sheen wants to right now just throw something at his. Gosh, sack. I can't believe it. What, <laughs> what, well, tell me something, son. What What do you like to put in your sack? <laughs> yeah, what, what do you put in your sack? I, as much as I'm not a chocolate fan, my favorite candy on the planet is a Snickers bar. So it's a I, good one. I even go go as far as to love it, even though I don't. The the caramel, the peanuts, the nougat, and the chocolate. <laughs> 
I, I, there's not a more perfect combination. Combination. Not perfect combination. I sound like uh, Andrew Garfield trying to be trying to be country. <laughs> um, not a more perfect combination than uh, than Snickers for me. So it satisfies yeah. you. It it really does. I don't know what those yeah. jokers are trying to do with their Snickers crisper or whatever that thing is, though. I don't either. Tr- don't mess with stuff that works. No. It's, it's already perfect. Don't screw with it. I will tell you some somewhere that I'm thinking of boycotting, though. Dairy Queen did away with the Snickers Blizzard. Ooh. And um, mm. that made me upset. So <laughs> I, I, we may well, have to organize a boycott for that. There's probably not a better candy bar, though, for uh, when you've had a hard day down at the station and at the station, that's right. <laughs> Keep it on right. that list. Todd, you got a favorite candy you want to throw on this list? My favorite candy, um, it, well, in the Amer- in, in the Americas, as we call it, right. um, the, no longer exists. Uh, it's called the Marathon Bar. It was pretty popular back in the 70s into the early 80s, and now, it, well, it just went, you know, jugs up. So, what, what? In but the blue hell is a marathon bar. <laughs> <laughs> Just look up classic classic marathon bar from. I'm trying to think who. I think I don't know if Eminem. I don't know if Mars had it or. Would that also be the Curly Whirly? It is the same thing as the Curly Whirly bar. The Curly Whirly bar still exists. It's a what is going on right now? I've never heard of any of these. Launched in the UK in 1970, its shape resembles two flattened, intertwined serpentine strings. The bar is made yep. of chocolate-coated caramel. Mm. The and let me wrong. tell you this. I'm going to tell you right now. That is the equivalent of Crowded House <laughs> in a candy form. All right. A Canadian- There's nothing better. There's <laughs> nothing either one of you can say that's going to top a the Curly Whirly Bar. A French marathon. A French version of the Curly Whirly was available in the 70s and early 80s under the name Three Mousquetaires. Oh, boo. <laughs> a Canadian version known as the Wigwag was available in the 1970s. And in the U.S., it was marketed as the Marathon. The Marathon Bar. In the bar. 1970s and 1980s. Hmm. Let me say this about the American version of the, of, of the Marathon Bar. It was a lot bigger than the curly whirly bar is now. Oh, it was, it was huge. But in fact, the wrapper on the back of the wrapper, it actually had, it had like inches, like a, like it was a yards or a, a you know, a, what a, a ruler. Yeah. 12 inch thing. But wow. And it was, it had, it, it had it ticked off there, man. And it was good. But the Germans win as usual. As usual, their version. Well, let me say this: their ver- if you get you get a curly whirly bar, you won't forget it. The German version called the Leckerschmecker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So again, Man, the Germans are weird. You can't you can't beat them. <laughs> they always win. Well, at least they didn't call it "bit of Hitler" or something like that. No, man, I I really wish you'd have come with the Leckerschmecker off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> all right scott what's your worst candy what's the candy you despise to get in your bag and let let me let me throw this out there as a disclaimer we're we're taking off the the nasty uh orange and black wrappered <laughs> um peanut butter flavor crap that you get we're taking that off the table we're taking off circus peanuts you can't you can't cop out on this answer it has to be a 
candy that people actually buy that aren't cheap and just trying to give kids cavities. I'm going to try to come with a hot take. So oh, oh. so I'll I'll pass this one up, but so the the candy that you're taking off the table, circus yes. circus peanuts, uh worst creation that man has ever made. Um <laughs> and by the They're way, bad. doing all this research, I discovered that the um most common flavor of circus peanuts is a uh, artificial banana flavor, which explains why I hate them so passionately. Mm-hmm. I never knew that, that they were supposed to be flavored like banana for some reason. Uh, makes a lot yeah, of sense, makes, right? That does make sense. <laughs> wow. Uh, Gross. Uh, originally flavored orange, but the, those didn't last as long, so they switched to banana. So, um, so okay, uh, my, my, my question is, do does candy corn count in your list of... Oh, that's a good question. You know what? You've had two for everything else. Just <laughs> you can have candy corn and another one. I'm not going to officially say candy corn because somebody's because <laughs> okay. somebody's girlfriend it's loves candy corn. <laughs> so I'm not officially saying that candy corn is gross, but <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, okay, then I'll save you. Candy corn is off the table. You can't say candy corn. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Because yeah, yeah. I, I, I wasn't going to say that at all. Yeah. Right. No. Um. So here's my hot take. Skittles, get your get your Skittles out of my get your Skittles. Skittles, but specifically, specific. I'll go a little more specific. A tropical and wild berry, anything okay. that's not original Skittles. That stuff is like I don't even I don't love regular Skittles, but the tropical and wild berry are just disgusting. Just get them out of here. The highfalutin Skittles are nasty. They're gross. They There's, are. They 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 taste like they're like the sunny delight of candy. Yeah. yeah, like I, regular Skittles, I can at least eat the cherries and the purples, you know, and, yeah. be, and be fairly content with that. Like I can enjoy the red and purple regular Skittles. Like, like you probably like orange juice. But there is not but, one darn flavor of those others no. you're, that you're pulling no. out of there that I'm going to want to eat. Uh-uh. No, I, I was about to jump on it, but no, I'm totally with you on the tropical nasty stuff. So, yeah, I'm with you. Skittles, also British, in 1974... Became all this <laughs> became a an American import in '79, and then a domestic U.S. production in '82. That sounds about right to me. '82. Yeah. Yeah. When we, we yeah, when you start to in your head, there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of popular candy, like modern candy, came like came to be in our childhoods. You know. Which is why our generation is pretty fat, and will soon be referred to as the greatest generation, replacing replacing the the '40s and, and World War II people. Because that's I'm see, see that's not even funny. It's not even funny. Yeah, <laughs> I was getting ready to laugh. I'll, I'll, I could I'm tell. I could no, tell. I think you're right. I think we're the greatest. Um. Okay. My worst candy. The candy I can't. I can't fathom ever putting another one in my mouth is a tie between, because they're basically the same nasty, uh, a tie between Almond Joy and Mounds. I think they're both disgusting. <laughs> Almond Joy has nuts. and Mounds, Mounds don't, don't. But yeah. they can they can all just go <laughs> jump off a cliff. I, th- that coconut and dark chocolate combo is absolutely repulsive. I like coconut. Mm, man, I love I it. I like coconut. You can I have all mine, friends, because they're dark chocolate <laughs> and coconut. <laughs> I don't like too much coconut, so mounds might be might be a little too much. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've had one, but 
I barely like milk chocolate. I can't stand dark chocolate. It is so bitter. And I like a little bit of coconut too, but it's just those two flavors are, it's almost like they're trying to overpower each other and I can't stand it. Yeah. Well, all right then. Mounds and almond. And, uh, yeah. So keep those to yourselves. Almond Joy. It's got nuts. Whoa. They got nuts. All right. And you know what? Don't. So is it is it Todd's turn? It's Todd's turn. Worst Most candy. Most hated candy. Bef- before we go into candy, let me just say this. You you mentioned Sunny D a few minutes ago, didn't you, somebody? I did. It is just a <laughs> glass full of butt water. <laughs> I don't mind Sunny D. Well, oh, it's gross. <laughs> I don't mind oh, Sunny man. D, man. Ugh. Why Listen. drink Sunny Delight when you have regular orange juice at your disposal? It's now, not like there's a shortage of orange juice. Now, see, I definitely prefer Sunny Delight over orange juice. Orange juice? Yeah, yeah. The orange juice is just too tart for me compared to, yeah, Sunny Delight. There is not a more tart drink on the planet than Sunny Delight. <laughs> out, and it's not tart mind. in a good way. You're out of your it's mind. It's tart in a nasty way. You can't, <laughs> you, you would have to drink kerosene to get that tartness out of your mouth after a big gulp of that stuff. It's gross. It is just or you can, or you, nasty or you can sugar just, water that's been flavored with butt. <laughs> or or just, just walk in Video Villa and take a big deep breath. <laughs> yeah, that's the same taste you get in your mouth. You're exactly right. In the Super X section of Video Villa. Were you gonna did you have a Sunny Delight hot take? Do you like it too? Am I in the I minority? Do have the sunny, well, if 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 Sunny D tastes like rectal wash, then let me <laughs> It does. Let me let me let me let me say there's something a lot worse. And I used to they, I was forced upon us at good old Jenny Rogers Elementary School back in the day. <laughs> and that was when that was when middle of the day they sent us to the uh, cafeteria to have juice. And we get there and you think, <laughs> OK, it's juice, right? It's orange juice. No, it's not orange juice. Oh. It's Donald. It's Donald Duck grapefruit <laughs> juice. <laughs> and it's in a can it's in a big can uh, yeah. they, they, they had to use a can opener and make it yeah open. yeah yeah oh man and then they poured it in these dixie cups and it tasted <laughs> like um it tasted yeah. like rusty water that had been kept in a sieve yeah they, they used one of the the can openers with it had the big triangle on it and it would just yep. dent the big yeah the big yep. triangle and open yeah yep but you it, had the big end for the opening you wanted to pour and yeah. the small end for the vent hole putting donald duck on stuff trying to trying to fool kids yeah <laughs> nasty yeah. don't don't i haven't i haven't really liked donald since i'll be that's honest. hard I to like i it. i'm with you man that was the worst and the reason i say that i saw that in in a store the other day that I didn't think it still existed, but it still exists. Donald Duck grapefruit juice. Oh yeah. gosh. Uh, all right. Let's now in the world. All right. Worst candy. Worst candy. I'm going to, you know, that's another tough one because there's so many terrible candies, but probably, probably the, that, um, what do you call it? The, the button tape. Oh Absolutely yeah. Absolutely no flavor. No, yeah, Andy Buttons. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like eating a, you know, I mean, you know, you're supposed to eat the button and hey, here's some sugar and some flavoring. 
Well, I don't think it had sugar or flavor. I don't have any. Yeah, it was. It was It, it was tastes like wax. Speaking of wax yeah. lips, like why wax would you lips. ever, ever? Why would you want? That's bad too. Yeah, yeah just, I didn't understand the the ones that were just legitimately wax, and you were supposed to just chew them up and stuff. Like it's like that stuff was nasty. Like why do I want to chew wax? Yeah, what were you supposed to? Were you supposed to swallow it? I don't think I ever. They, I never knew either whether yeah. you were supposed to swallow it or not. I did. What I did swallow candy. some of it once. Oh gosh, what <laughs> happened? I swallowed some wax. Tell us. It, tell us it, the outcome. I, well, I mean, you know. Um, <laughs> It's it's it wasn't great. it's come out since then, right? Well, <laughs> Who knows? So. Who yeah, knows? Todd's so. <laughs> still got like three pairs of wax lips in it, yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. Um, all along right. with all those Twinkies, the and the the little the little cola bottles, the wax cola bottles. Oh yeah, with, well, with actual liquid in them. Oh man, I forgot about uh, bottle tops as a candy. Oh, I was a, nasty, oh, I loved those when I was a kid. <laughs> Bottle tops, man. Oh man, I don't. Those in those Nesco things, oh, it just uh, tastes the, like chalk to me. The, the ne- wafers, Necco wafers. Yes. yes. The yeah, those bottle tops. Were, one, the, bottle tops were basically uh, sweet tarts, except they flavored like different sodas, right? Maybe, yeah. Maybe right. I'm not thinking of the right. Th- I, yeah, you're right. I'm not thinking of the right thing. Okay. The Necco wafers were like in a roll. Mm. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they, they are actually, gross. Those yeah, are kind of probably more them. like sweet tarts. They chalked it up. Yeah, the, I think I like the bottle tops too. Okay, I renege. Um, <laughs> let's let's use the wax lips to spawn off into another <laughs> one. That, that uh, what what is the worst non candy treat you ever got in your bag? I got nothing on this. I can't I can't think of anything other than like pencils. And you got some like, pencils. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I got that's that. pretty bad. <laughs> Like as an eight-year-old kid, that's pretty disappointing. Like you, I, I've got loads of these at home. Why are you giving me pencils? <laughs> yeah. Any type of school supply, like no thanks. Yeah, that's bad. That's a that's 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 a good one for a worst non-candy treat. Todd, do you have a non-candy treat you hated to get? Oh God! I mean, you know, at the time, of course, you know when you love, you know, and yeah. you don't get them as much. But I, I mean, I remember getting plenty of apples. Yeah, fruit sucked. You yeah. know, and yeah. and and, and yeah, so every once in a while they would. I remember one woman would bring us, you know, caramel covered apples, and she had just. Oh wow, made, that's not bad. Uh, <laughs> it's not, but I mean, but you're, but you know, your parents are like, don't ever eat an apple. Right. I don't care what. It, don't ever eat an apple. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Well, you know, you can tell if they put something in it. <laughs> don't eat it. So anyway, but I've yeah, got I would two. Say just the disappointment of the apple, probably because you're one candy. Yeah. That's bad. I, I got two. The first one is as the the doucher who's trying to ruin everybody's Halloween by making a statement and giving you a toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would hate to get a dag on toothbrush. <laughs> I may have gotten a toothbrush. Isn't that isn't that the weakest move that of all time? The weak, that is a weak move. Yeah. I mean, you're just trying to ruin. You're on purpose doing that. You're trying to ruin a kid's Halloween. Yeah. By making a statement. Uh, not even good toothbrushes either. Those little ones that you can get in like a pack of 30 and they throw them in there. Right. Um, the other one is we had a woman in our neighborhood who every year, and I don't know why we kept going back because we knew what was going to happen. Every year she would give you exactly eight pennies. <laughs> <laughs> 
she she'd done the math obviously i guess <laughs> she knew this she is... knew what, how many was gonna be there yep. she knew what she could do eight pennies for everybody yeah so and i was it was and maybe we just did it just to see what if we're gonna get eight pennies again we gotta see mm-hmm. and maybe yeah. that would have bought a that would have bought it that would buy one piece of bazooka joe well in her era penny candy i guess she's thinking here's eight pieces of candy and they can get whatever they want or who knows i don't know yeah maybe so but it's still awful to go to that house <laughs> Um, maybe each one of those pennies was like a rare collector's item and you all were just <laughs> man i got at least a dollar's yeah. worth of those <laughs> over the years so <laughs> um all right let's move into the last category if you all want to uh going back to some film um how about movies that we'll start out with movies that actually scared you or movies that left a, a lasting impression that that either in the theater made you feel uncomfortable or um, a little bit, you know, nervous or tense or whatever, or like you had nightmares about them. So movies that genuinely struck fear, struck fear. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't remember who's first on this one. I think it's me. So I'll go first. Um, The movie uh, that, La- that made a lasting impact and made my hands literally sweat in the theater while I was watching it. It's not really a horror movie, but um, The Walk with uh, with uh, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt watched it in 3D. Um, the movie where he walks across the Twin Towers uh, on the tightrope. Mm-hmm. That movie just... I'm not even that scared of heights. That movie terrified me while I was watching it. Hmm. It was the most uncomfortable I'd ever been. I watched it with... Uh, my wife wouldn't go see it because she is scared of heights. I watched it with uh, my daughter, Havana, and we both like kept making each other feel each other's palms because they kept getting just mm-hmm. saturated with perspiration. It was... It was the... And once he got... A, like He gets across the the Twin Towers and you're like, thank God that's over. <laughs> and then he's like, I just feel like it's still calling to me. I got to go back out. <laughs> and I, like, it shows the whole real time 20 something minute display he put on from his point of view. Sometimes the camera swings up over his shoulder to show you what he's seeing down below him. It, mm-hmm. it was absolutely terrifying. So that's the scariest movie I've ever seen. I bet, I bet he crossed all the way over and like, man, I left my Kit Kat back on the other one. <laughs> I've got to go back because it's a big cat. My Lecker Schmecker. My Laker <laughs> my Laker Schmecker's still out there. No, he's French, so his was the three mousquetaires. <laughs> That's true. Um, Unless he went to Germany and got the Laker Schmecker. Yeah. Yeah. And I will just throw this one in there. As a kid, nothing terrified me more than uh, Children of the Corn. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That is a so good one. So if we're going to – an actual horror movie, I'm going to throw that one in there too. Children of the Corn, Malachi and the boys. Yeah. He wants to talk to you, Malachi. <laughs> oh, those those kids <laughs> did a number on me. <laughs> All right. Whose turn? Uh, next up, uh, I think it's Todd. Yeah. Is? Yes, it's you. You follow me on all these. Okay. I'll go, I'll go back to the most, one of the most recent ones that I remember. Uh, I, I watched a movie, uh, oh gosh, back in, I guess it was in 08. It was called The Strangers, um, which mm-hmm. uh, kind of a home invasion type thing. 
Um, kind of got that, you know, uh, 70s kind of feel, although it's really obviously, you know, modern time. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I went to see that in, I mean, afternoon matinee by myself. Uh, went to see it. Watched it was kind of, you know, there were a few other people in the theater, I think. I was constantly kind of looking left and right, you know, the whole right. time. Um, and then, you know, and then I'm, I find myself watch, you know, looking looking behind myself as I'm walking out of the theater in broad daylight. Um, <laughs> and it was just kind of, it kind of, it bugged me. I just, I mean, just, you know. The movie was very suspenseful. It wasn't. It wasn't super gory or anything like that. It was done really well. Suspense. Uh, they they really played the suspense out on that one. Yeah. And I guess that that's the last time that's you know that something like that's kind of stuck with. I love the strangers um, too. It was it, it was genius in its simplicity. Like you could easily yeah. turn that into a stage play. Uh, one oh, yeah. one pretty much one setting. Um, it was so simple, but. Like it was, I thought it was executed pretty perfectly. The soundtrack's great. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love the strangers, and it it would. I want to do um eventually. I want to do a a favorite horror movies podcast. Um, and I know uh, Scott's really looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Um, because he's right there on all. All he does is talk about horror movies and Um, watch them. Yeah, yeah, he can't get enough. But uh, the strangers will be will will be one of them that uh will have to bring up because it's definitely a top probably a top five for me so um yeah. so here the master of horror himself scott stafford what are you what are you what are you coming with for the movie that scared you i've already used it once but i'm going et the extraterrestrial <laughs> <laughs> uh oh hey folks we've officially hit the end of the internet and, uh, it absolutely <laughs> terrified me as a child <laughs> i left the theater because um, couldn't make it through um, literally gave me, uh, nightmares, uh, for years. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, sick ET haunted my dreams and my nightmares for several oh. years. And, uh, so yeah, I'll go. I was terrified. Uh, I like, I like to picture a, a young Scott Stafford walking down the street and just freaking out at the sight <laughs> of a big white dog turd. <laughs> Lay it on the road, flashing back to ET. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And since I've been going twofer on these, I will go as Ooh, good another one. So that was as a child and as a as more of a developed uh, film watcher. Because yeah, you're right. I don't watch a ton of horror, but the one that uh, in my early teens, I guess completely freaked me out and and uh, i was scared uh alien mm. 1979 yeah. uh ridley scott film of course and uh only interestingly enough would you like to guess what the uh rotten tomatoes on alien is since we since we guessed on et oh man again uh, there's no way too many people 95 um Todd goes ninety-five. I'll, I'll I'm gonna price this right in ninety-four. <laughs> okay. Uh, so ET was ninety-eight. Alien is a, uh, ninety-seven. Oh, I should have went the other way. Yeah, yeah. 
Wow. Man, that's that's amazing. For that genre of movie, too. That's crazy. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it. you know, a lot of people call it a sci-fi movie. It does take place in space, but it's basically a haunted house movie yeah. in space. Yeah, that's it. That's what, you know. Complete marriage of the two of sci-fi yeah. and horror. There's no yeah. doubt that is a horror movie in in, in its uh, yeah. construction. Just just the setting, you know, and uh, and production is is sci-fi, but yeah, in by all means, is it a, a horror movie? Yeah. Are we are we ready to go on to the worst horror movie we've seen? Yes. Mine isn't really the worst. I'm not going to say this is the worst horror movie i've seen i'm gonna say it's the most disappointed i've ever been after watching a horror movie because of the hype that surrounded it and our friends in paducah are really not gonna like this if they listen oh, no. um, because they were part of the hype machine for, <laughs> for me um but i've never been more let down by a movie i thought i was that was gonna get me than i than when i saw the witch but that movie was <laughs> i i i hated it i hated it it wasn't scary at all, and all I heard was how how great it was and terrifying. And I think one of the one of the critics on the trailer called it nightmare fuel. And it's just like all these accolades that people were heaping on it of this is the future of of horror movies. And if this is the future of horror movies, I'm done with them. It's terrible. I, I it was boring. And did that it was? Didn't, go ahead. Didn't the hype uh, all get started? Did the, either out of um, Sundance or South by Southwest, one of those. Isn't, isn't that where it all yeah. started? Yes. Uh, yep. It, I think it was Sundance. And it, to me, it just seemed like a movie. It had, it had, it had spots where it was decent and visually it was stunning. I will give it that. Like it looked great. Um, and I like the idea of it and it started off pretty strong, but it just seemed like somebody had, two or three good ideas that they put together in like a, a 10 minute reel to mm-hmm. pitch to somebody, but that's all they had directed by Robert Eggers, a family in the 16th, <clears throat> a family in 1630s, new England is torn apart by the forces of witchcraft, black magic and possession. Yeah. It, it, I, I, it's a, it's a, it's a stain. It's a stain on the, on the genre of, of horror <laughs> for me, man, the um, budget was only 3 million. Yep, and it made. Yeah, but it did. It seemed like a short film that they tried to extend into ninety minutes and just failed at it. I, it was, it, it it was a snore fest. It was so boring. Alan Martin guessed the Rotten Tomato score. God, I know what I'd give it. Um, there had to be more people like me that that didn't like it. I, but it, gosh, it's it's probably a critic's dream. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say. 76 but that's way too high i'm projecting that's not what i would give it uh so this is you're guessing for critics 76 critics 76 yeah 91 percent. oh my gosh now, that's terrible man now guess for the audience score 36 almost thirty-seven thousand user ratings so a pretty good cross-section hopefully uh, as many people were disappointed by that the large amount of critics that were just circling this thing um so i'm gonna say more people have since like me 62 your prediction is dead on in that and the discrepancy is huge so it's 55 percent nice audience thank you people rotten (laughs) it's rotten at 55 yep 
I, I, 55 is too high. That's a this is very, a 4% movie. Yeah, that's a very large discrepancy. Yeah. And, and you can watch it and you can tell why critics love it. Um, but it's just, to me, it just didn't appeal. It missed on everything that I was told it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So there you go. The Witcher, buddy. Worst horror movie I've seen <laughs> in a long time. <laughs> Who's next? Todd Sheen uh. is next. All right. Um, no such again, thing. Because I because I love all things good. And you do. Bad. This is going to be a tough one for you. <clears throat> this is tough. It's um, like it's and, like picking which of your kids you like the least. Yeah, yeah, and I mean I can do that really quick. Um, <laughs> normally, but but anyway, um, <laughs> I can't remember his first name either uh anyway um uh okay i'm just gonna come right out because this this should have been really good and 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 is it a true horror i mean i think it's close enough it's you know it's close enough um but it had everything it had it had a you know it was a there's a film that came before it. it had a great director but uh hannibal was just horrible Hannibal was bad. Mm. Hannibal what you I mean Ridley Scott Ridley Scott takes the takes the baton from um Jonathan Demi. Uh you've got um you know you don't have Jodie Foster back but you do have Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Uh and you've got you know you've got I think plenty of uh you know plenty of 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 ground to till with that Absolutely. story. And they just totally mucked it up. It was, yep. uh, it was so, it was so gratuitously gory and uh, hyper violent. And you know, I, that's you know, I, I know it, it can't be Silence of the Lambs, you know, a carbon copy. I realize that. Right. It just seemed like they went completely 180 degrees from that story. Yeah, it did. And, yeah, and absolutely. Were totally over. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Is, is like they 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 saw everything that worked in Silence of the Lambs, and they were like, okay, let's do the complete opposite right. of that. Yeah, because we can't we can't it can't be exactly like Silence. We can't pull off that kind of stuff because that was <laughs> that's just in a once in a once yeah. in a blue moon type thing, and it's already been done. So we've got to do our own thing. But so let's I, get know, as far away from it as possible. Right, and I just I hated it. Oh, I, I remember being really excited to go see it. And I just hated every bit of it. I just was yep. disgusted by it. That's a great call. Yep. And who doesn't want to see Anthony Hopkins eating Ray Liotta's brains? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, Scott. there's pl- trust me. That I mean, there's Wood Chipper Massacre. And there's home sweet home, and I mean, there's a million. Yeah, but, but those I'm are giving. I'm giving the top spot up to yeah. old Hanny. Yeah, because you kind of know what those things are going to be when you go in. Uh, right. Hannibal. Hannibal had all the all the ingredients to be good and just crap yeah. the bed. Yeah. Scott, what's the worst horror movie you've ever seen? <clears throat> well, the first one that jumped into mind was No Malone, but it's already been said, and I'll go hot take here. I. I, I it, it crossed my mind. It just crossed my mind. I can go hot take. So, um, what, and I don't, I don't even remember the name of it. So you, you horror boys are going to have to 
remind me what it's called. So here, here comes here. This is going to be good pod. All right. So I'm going to start describing the movie to you. Uh, but so a group of kids and, uh, okay. So the monster starts chasing you, uh, after you have sex, it transfers by sex and, uh, it follows, it follows. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say that one. I, th- I thought it kind of sucked, uh, because of mm-hmm. the hype was so big. And uh, yeah. I thought the, uh, you're going to have to hold on to me with, if you go high concept like that, your concept better, uh, hold water. And to me, that one doesn't, it was just, I thought it was really stupid. So hmm. it's not the worst I've ever seen, but I thought it was dumb and not scary. And that's coming from a guy that doesn't like to watch horror movies. Like, you know, I, I like, I don't like to watch them because they are scary. And I just kind of was sitting there rolling my eyes the whole time at this one. So kind of the same thing that the witch factor <clears throat> for me is that mm-hmm. it just disappointed on all levels. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I liked it. Um, I think Todd liked it more than I did. I didn't. I didn't really have a feeling about it one way or the other. I thought it had moments where it was pretty good and it was interesting enough to keep me engaged. But um, I definitely liked it better than The Witch. Yeah, I just, but, uh, I just I wasn't crazy about it either. Right. I just thought the mythology was dumb and that it, it it did a lot of it cheated a lot and and a lot of the stuff yeah. didn't didn't work. That you know yeah. a lot of the rules they set up that they broke. Like like I just uh I wasn't following. So yeah, that's enough of that. I think I think if they do a I think that one really would benefit because you know they're going to do a sequel because it just mm-hmm. made so much money on such a little budget uh, and it and it was a high concept I mean why anybody hadn't thought of that particular angle in the forty years that we've had you know the the rules of slashing and stalking is amazing but mm-hmm. um, honestly yeah it, I mean. There were some things that, that really genuinely creeped me out about that, and I love the soundtrack. I love the, um, you know, the uh, ambiguity of the period and everything else. And I mean, a lot of neat looking things. But there were some things, you know, that, that you know, when you, when you do get into something like that, there you got to follow some rules. And I don't know that they really stuck to those rules there mm. towards the end. But I do think that this, I think this one could benefit and have. They, if they did a sequel or a continuation, I think it's one of those that could be a much better second movie uh, and really build upon what the first one had, but make it a lot better. Next. <laughs> I think that's it, man. No, we're done. I think we're wrapped up. All yeah. Right. Um, Congratulations, guys. Yeah. What a Halloween episode. That was fun. Do you all say Halloween or Halloween? I think I say Halloween. Yeah. I usually say Halloween, but now sometimes I'll, I've been known to say Halloween. You throw a hall, you go both ways. Okay. Um, I really just to mix it up. Yeah, I don't really know what I say. I just said Halloween, but then I was like, that sounded weird to me coming out of my own mouth. Maybe I don't say that, so I don't know what I say. Um, you, you could you could just you could just call it All Hallows Eve. Oh, <laughs> I go both ways, Halloween, Halloween. Um, but anyway, um, I think that's I think that's a good I think that's a good jumping off point or stopping point. So. Uh, Let's uh, let's wrap this up, uh, guys. Please remember to uh, like us on your social medias um, and share it on the social medias. Give us a review uh, on iTunes. We're counting on those, and we we love it when you all review it. All it takes is you just type in your password on iTunes and you hit hit however many stars you want to give us. Probably five. Um, and that's it. It's done. 30 seconds. And it helps us out a ton. So um, really appreciate you guys, you guys listening. And um, 
thanks for tuning in. Uh, guys, you all have a good uh, Halla Halloween. And um, Scott, I'm going to let you get out of here so you can go drink you some Sunny Delight and watch that. <laughs> uh, watch Lucy set up her uh, psychiatrist. And love every second of it. Yes, sir. Enjoy that. Sure. Have some fun. All right. <laughs> I, I bet he's going to watch a Golden Girls Halloween episode. <laughs> he might do it. All right. Uh, so for uh, that's it for us. For Scott Stafford, for Todd Sheen, this is Alan Martin reminding you to walk softly and talk hard. Well, I hope you come to see me in the movie. And I know that you Biggest fool that's ever hit the big time And all I gotta do is act naturally